0: Greetings. I'm Noel Deere. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus this morning is James chapter 2, verses 20 through 26. If you were with us yesterday, you know that we're right in the middle of a section in the book of James where James is teaching us how we can know for certain that our faith is genuine. Now, to do a little bit of a review, let me go back to yesterday's verses and read verse 17. It says, In the same way, faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. He taught us yesterday, and he's going to illustrate it further today, that while we are saved by grace through faith 100%, that real faith, genuine faith, has works. Real faith makes a real difference in our lives. If our faith doesn't change how we act, if it doesn't change what we do, then it's not genuine faith, it is dead faith. Now, in the verses we'll look at today, verses 20 through 26, James is going to give us three further illustrations to help us understand this important truth. Let's look at verse 20. He says, senseless person are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Now, he's not trying to give us two different ways, two competing ways to be saved, not at all. He says faith without works, that's no faith at all, and that's no way for salvation. Genuine faith shows itself by its works, and that is the one and the true and the only way to have a right relationship with God. Now, works, it's important to point this out. Works don't make faith genuine. Works demonstrate that faith is genuine, that faith is real. Thomas Manton, a Bible scholar I like to read, he he said this, apples don't make a tree an apple tree, but they demonstrate that the tree is an apple tree. If you found a tree and you could somehow get that tree to uh, grow apples, that's not how a tree becomes an apple tree. No, an apple tree is an apple tree. And the way you know it's an apple tree is it grows apples. So uh, a, a, a person doesn't need to seek to do good works in order to then have genuine faith. No, if you have genuine faith in God, then you will do good works. That'll be the result of the genuine, the dynamic faith that's in your, in your life. Look at verse 21. He begins the first illustration. He says, Was it Abraham our father justified by works in offering Isaac his son on the altar? Now, let me give you just a little background. Who in the world is Abraham? Well, we call Abraham the father of our faith, and that's because of something that we find in Genesis 15, 6. Listen, Abraham, which was his name, his earlier name, we call him Abraham. Abraham or Abraham believed the Lord, and he, the Lord, credited it to him as righteousness. And so Abraham believed what God said. Abraham believed a promise that God had made to him. And God looked at that belief, that faith, and God counted it as righteousness. God made Abraham right with him because of Abraham's faith. And same thing can be true of us. That's why Abraham is our father. He is the father of faith. We come to the Lord the same way Abraham did. We believe the Lord and the Lord counts that belief or that faith as righteousness. Listen to the New Testament, Galatians 3, 7. You know then that those who have faith, these are Abraham's sons. So, Father Abraham, the father of our faith. Now, Abraham not only believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, as a right standing with God, but later we see that this faith that Abraham had made a real difference in Abraham's life. There was a time, Genesis 22, when God tells Abraham to sacrifice his son. Now, God had a different plan, and you can read Genesis 22 to see how everything worked out. But when God told Abraham to sacrifice his son, that would have been a very difficult command. What happened? Let me just read to you a little of that story, Genesis 22, 1 through 3. It says, after these things, God tested Abraham and said, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took with him two of his young men and his son Isaac, and off he went. And so Abraham, he had a faith in God. He had a belief in God that led to uh, obedience, sacrificial obedience in his life. So Abraham was justified. He was made right with God by his faith, by his belief, by his trust. But that trust showed itself in his actions. And that's what we're going to see in the next couple of verses. Look at verse 22. You see that faith was active together with his works. And by works, faith was made complete. Now, James here does not disagree that we are justified by faith. We're saved by faith. We're made right with God by faith. Romans 3.28 says, for we conclude that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. So we are saved by faith, by trusting what God has said and trusting what Jesus has done. But he says that it is through works that faith is completed. Let me read that verse again, verse 22. You see that faith was active together with his works. And by works, faith was made complete. Now, complete here means concluded. It means finished. And so the conclusion of faith is works. If you really trust Jesus, you have faith in Christ the conclusion of that, the result of that in your life, obedience works. Look at verse 23. It says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. Fulfilled here means that his justification was fully confirmed and demonstrated by what he does in Genesis 22 and in other places. So he had this faith. And then that faith was confirmed in his uh, in his works, in his choices. He was made right with the Father by faith, but the faith was confirmed by obedience. Now let's uh, let, let let's see some scripture uh, here. So we've already looked at Genesis fifteen six that says that Abraham believed, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says about that same verse. Romans chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. Now, it was credited to him, was not written for Abraham alone, but also for us. So Paul says this phrase, it was credited to Abraham as righteousness when he had faith. That's not just for Abraham, but it's for us. Paul goes on to say, it will be credited to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. How do we have a right relationship with God? By faith, by trusting what God said and what Jesus has done. We are saved by faith. That faith though, its conclusion, its uh, fulfillment in our lives will be works. Look at verse 24, uh, James 2, 24. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Now, this confuses people sometimes, because Paul said in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. So which is it? Are we saved by faith or by works? Well, we're 100% saved by grace through faith. Uh, That's what Paul said. That's what we see with Abraham. And that's what James is teaching as well. We're saved 100% by faith but it is a faith that produces works. It's a faith that's concluded by works. It is a faith that works. Quickly, look at verse 25, the second illustration. In the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works in receiving the messengers and sending them out by a different Uh, route. So this goes back to some history recorded in Joshua chapter two. Rahab was a prostitute, but she was presented with some information about the Lord and she believed it. But not only did she believe it, have faith in the Lord, but she risked everything to demonstrate her faith. And so her faith saved her and her faith was demonstrated by her works. Look at verse 26, for just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. It's interesting here that the word for spirit is also the word for breath. So some have suggested that a better translation would be for just as the body without breath is dead, so also faith without works is dead. And I like that translation because it just seems to fit what James is saying. A body that doesn't have breath, well, that's a dead person. Uh, faith that doesn't have works, well, that's a dead faith. So we learn from this. This faith is genuine, not because it declares itself to be true, not because it believes the right thing, not even because it has the right emotions. We saw that last week. The genuineness of our faith is seen in the fruit it produces in our lives. Friends, thanks for watching or listening. Please hit like or subscribe. That helps us get the word out. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.